All right. Are we ready to party yes. on a Friday night? Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. I've already had three uh, beers. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. From the TV is always on in the middle-aged mama studios, it's Hillary H. Bomb Livingston Butler, and this show has everything. We're taking a pit stop on our summer road trip movie spectacular to talk about children's programming. All the children's program- programming we can handle. Muppet Babies, Sesame Street, maybe a little Jetsons. That's my personal favorite. Who knows? Uh, joining me to take this trip to the land of make-believe from the historic Allentown neighborhood of Buffalo, New York, it's Bobby Pig. Hi, Bobby. Good evening, Hillary. Does that, like, speak your language a little bit because you were, like, so poor that you couldn't get cable TV? Do you understand the Mr. Rogers reference? Yeah, most of the TV I watched was actually through the living room windows of my neighbors. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right, that's... Uh- only sort of true. Keep going, keep going. Yeah. Um, from right down the street in, you know, COVID bubble, COVID-19 <laughs> bubble in the Dearborn Studios in the Mountain Room in Manchac, Texas. It's our veteran podcaster, Mike Frizzell. Hi, Mike. Hey, I'm clean as the Board of Health down here. I mean, Don't even same. worry about this. Me too. Me too. We'll see each other shortly. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're both, we need to take some blood tests, but I think we're both clean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and finally, from the disgustingly named Neko Wafer Studios <laughs> in Linwood, Washington. Chucky. It's one of my favorite people in the world. It's the nice lady, Christy Wise. Hi, Christy. Hi. Hi. How are you? <laughs> so good. <laughs> <laughs> we can just like keep talking like I know. We're like anyway what's going on okay as usual we'll do some small talk some medium talk tishu recommends some amazon recommendations housekeeping and how you can get involved um with that who's up who's gonna chat next is mike right oh yeah small right. talk this week um finally jeremy has lifted the blanket off of us and reveal us to be <laughs> not the assholes that everyone thought we were. We, we, we now know that we're getting jam fund um, submissions and we got one this week from listener bet. How oh. much was this one? How much? Several jams. Several jams. Lots Yay. of jams. Oh, so many jams. Buffalo like resident bet. Well, yeah. Whoever. Greater Buffalo resident. Fine, uh, Western, fine, Western New fine, Yorker bet. Fine. Listener bet. <laughs> it's like she knew that several of us are going to be in the same place in the near future. Yeah. The, the yeah. likelihood of jams gonna is going to go up. Yeah. Yep. Could, be some, could be some serious jams coming up, but thank you, bet. Really yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. And thank you, Jeremy, for cluing us into who's funding <laughs> the show. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much. Uh, the Tishi the Shark Tank episode it's coming soon. It's going to come as soon as Bobby and I get back from uh, the road trip, particularly me, because Bobby's flying back from this road trip that I don't, I don't even know. Have we talked about it yet, Bobby? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I don't know how much we've talked about it. I, I can't remember what we do on air and what we do off air. It's, yeah, it's all yeah. just a blur. The short version is that uh, by the time you hear this, listeners, I'll be uh, landing 
in uh, COVID Central, Texas, <laughs> uh, with my N95 mask and my regular mask over my N95 mask. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Mike and I are going to get in the Passat. And the illegal gonna, diesel Passat. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna point it uh, east or west northwest basically, and uh, we're gonna set sail for Seattle. Except we're not gonna sail. We're gonna drive because we'd never get there if we sailed. Yeah, uh, the Great yeah. Salt Lake will take you there. <laughs> the, the The sad part of the story is that uh, uh, I'm going up for my brother's memorial. Wait, wait. Um, but the good part is uh, I'm getting to see my good friend, Bobby, and going to see a lot of people along the way and, and in Seattle. So that's going to be gonna You'll get be to fun. see me, which you haven't seen. Oh, we really, wait. We, I, well, <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, we literally live like 10 minutes away from each other and we haven't seen each other. In what, I like, like how I'm time. driving five hours to Detroit <laughs> so I can get a yeah, direct and, flight to Austin. And you guys are fucking neighbors and don't see each other. Yeah. Yeah, but it's hard. I think about it a lot, though, because like today it was like the skies opened up, and I'm like, oh, God, I hope Hillary wasn't outside when I was indeed outside. (laughs) Luckily by myself, but I was indeed outside. Oh no! Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Well, Uh, yeah. So anyway, lots of jams coming. Where are you guys staying? Well, we're gonna Uh, in the in Seattle. In Seattle, yeah. Um, my usual haunt uh okay. the hampton inn northgate uh, if i'm not giving away too much there it's, yeah are, are the listeners gonna go stalk you They're yeah like, yeah it's gonna be a, a parking lot situation you know yeah but, uh, well i mean we are gonna open up a 10 minute window for everyone if they want to visit us right if they want to drive through the hampton inn parking lot and wave you know yeah, we'll have uh, we can do one of those parade birthdays but you stand outside and drive <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mike. Hi, I stand hi, in the Bobby. window you can't open on the yeah. third floor uh, in the <laughs> handicapped room with the Hampton Inn and, and kind of, hey, hey, I know you can't get in the garage because you have to pay, but thanks for coming in and turning around. Are you guys going to try to steal some of my gummies um, on your way out? Or? <laughs> That's a good idea. Uh, I hadn't thought of that. Oh, my <laughs> God. We'll get to that in a second. But for now, um, the Shark Tank, we're going to do that episode. And we have three submissions now at least uh i i'm not fully up to date but um and i am excited about all of them um yeah there's a lot of potential yeah in the pool yeah we have smart listeners this doesn't Mike, surprise I have, me i have three myself i'm wondering if maybe we need to have a tishi shark tank first oh bring go internal with it first, yeah because I, then... I mean i have three myself okay i have one well, yeah, I've had Hillary three in the last one. hour, so I mean. Jeremy has two. Like we're we have a bunch. Okay, well let's get the format together and and we'll get everyone on in this. And if you're, um, we really appreciate you putting these things in here, and I will help you if you know the whatever amount of help you need, I'm there for you, and and I will uh, try to make sure your idea gets as much attention as it can be and um one of mine i need uh hillary's horny corner to be like Ooh. a co-brand with mine so oh. um <laughs> we'll talk offline okay. Oh. Okay. that's oh, a that's a sweeps crossover right there <laughs> yeah. get your pitch together for that okay so uh christy jeremy stole some of your candy could you recap that uh so i bought this five bag five pound bag of candy he told me to hide it from him 
um, because he will, I mean, he wakes up at, I mean, he gets up and he walks for like six miles a night and then does yeah when i wake up early and like jeremy and i are connected on our apple watch it'll be like seven o'clock and it's like jeremy completed like a workout (laughs) and i'm like what the fuck it's five there yeah (laughs) the last work email i got from him the last official work email i got from him was at 348 and Mm. and i don't even check whether that's central or (laughs) or pacific i'm just like yeah it's just insanely late what are you doing yeah well a lot of the time because he gets so distracted easily that it's easier for him to work a bunch when we're all yeah, asleep. Of course. So he just can go in there and get, you know, 10 hours of work in like three yeah. hours in the middle of the night. And then he goes on these long walks where sometimes um, people follow him in their cars and yeah. try to race him off the road. So mm-hmm. I feel super safe about that. Um, but anyways, so part of that is he said, hide it from me because I will late night snack all of those away. Um, so I did. <laughs> But I did say, "Are you sure? Because these are these are super good. Like, and is he a gummy aficionado, or is it just any candy? Any Any, candy, mostly fruit candy, though. So this this was a hot spot. Um, And (laughs) then he goes on his trip. Uh, But last time I heard, he he's like, "No, just just don't let me even start that." Mm -hmm. He goes on his trip. I dip in, I have probably like five to six pieces a day. Um, and I go in and there seems to be less. And I thought, oh, I I hope I didn't eat that many that yeah. quickly. And then when I talked to him later that night, he said they had taken some with him. Where was it hidden? So, and and how confident um, were you that he would not find it? And how did he find it? Um, it is on the floor of the pantry. Um, it's a big bag, right? So it's five pounds. Yeah. It's all locked up. It's in the pantry on the bottom behind the dog food, behind the pancake mix. Okay. So, I mean, I wasn't, I did, I honestly didn't care if he ate it. I just was thinking, yeah. oh, did I really eat like two to three yeah. pounds of this? <laughs> like, <laughs> I yeah. I'm only eating five a day, right? Uh, <laughs> I have noticed something, by the way. So I'm, I'm on Amazon. Sorry. I, I just, mm-hmm. I, I'm thrown away. I, I was thinking about getting us a bag of these for mm-hmm. our road trip. Yeah. I mean, it seems like they're an appropriate road trip yeah, snack. Yeah, try it. Yeah. Um, uh, there's a subscribe and save option mm-hmm. for the five yeah. pound bag of yeah. grapefruit candy. Oh, I'm just curious. Right. <laughs> I didn't do that, but I did. So what I would recommend for you guys, because I know that grapefruit is the best for me, is there is something, a gummy fruit salad which has grapefruit and sour apple and orange and lime and peaches. So if you don't know what your favorite flavor is, I would suggest that one. I think it's the same price. Mm-hmm. Is there like That's a the marshmallow gummy got. that you, you, you squish into and then it <laughs> coats the other <laughs> gummies? For no, the cool but it does count salad. for salad. Yeah. Or <laughs> salad if you're salad, yeah. <laughs> if you're driving through Dallas. Dallas, you need some salad. So, um, yep. yep. <laughs> so I would recommend that. So are we going to play his? Yeah, let's yes, play it right uh, here. Jeremy, uh, I have, have he turned this in at the last minute, so I, I have no idea what this says. Oh, you're in hmm. for a treat. What his defense <laughs> is here. So I love hearing Jeremy getting like worked up. Like that makes me yeah. like, delights me. Yeah. Like, and oh. then and then. Yeah. Well, when I he's like firing he you, fully it's admits charming. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's i like that he fully admits it 
and he's like but dot 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 (laughs) okay something to look forward to so let's let's play that now and y'all can explain to me what he said hello friends and also hello mike i hope you all are doing well and i wanted to say first and foremost thank you for the opportunity to defend myself against the slanderous accusations made by one christy wise also known as my wife before we get into that in the spirit of transparency and honesty, which I know is important to some of you, I did want to just say the reason I missed last week, uh, mainly because, to be honest, my feelings were a little hurt. You guys asked me to be on the show, and then within the course of minutes, kicked me off of the show before I even had a chance. Now, I've been kicked off of many podcasts. I've never been kicked off of one that quickly before I even was on the show. Now, to get on to the matter at hand, let me address the accusations made by my wife. So she referenced accurately that she had purchased a large bag, I believe it was five pounds, of gummy candies. When I saw that come in, I said, I can't, I can't even have one. I looked at it and I knew if I had one, it was all over. That was it. So I very intentionally did not ask her where they were, ask her for a sample, want to try them. Now, continually after this, let me add, she continu- she she offered them to me. She's you should try one. They taste so good. They taste so good. I'm like, nope, because I knew this has been an issue in the past uh, for, for quite some time now, and I am uh, making efforts to turn over a new leaf. Now, my issue comes with the fact that when Christy initially represented the story, or presented the story, I should say, She uh, painted a certain picture of who I was. She painted me as a man that came in and snuck in and took all of her candy without any other context, without ever asking, without ever talking about it. And that's just not the case. So yes, yes, I did take the candy. No, I did not take it all. And yes, she had offered it to me. This, this was not something that happened in a moment. This didn't live in a bubble. This was something that we had been uh, processing together for, I, I mean, I want to say months. I don't know. Time is, it doesn't make any sense to me anymore. But what I'm getting at is she painted me out to just be this candy predator, viciously sneaking in in the middle of the night and wiping out her supply of five pounds of gummy grapefruits. Uh, And the truth is, is that she offered them to me initially. I told her no. I told her no. I didn't take any of them through probably three quarters of the bag. Then once I found where they were, yes, I had a couple. I didn't have a ton. I had a couple. Also, I was leaving for a road trip. Christy had been explaining to me time and time again, take stuff from the house, take stuff from the house. That way you don't have to stop. The more, you, the more food and drinks you take, the less you have, a stop, have to stop. So I took that to heart mistakenly, apparently. And before I left, I, I, you know, I took some beef jerky. I took some, you know, whatever RX bars, some, some fizzy water and other exciting things from the beverage. And yes, I did take some candy. I put a Ziploc bag, I grabbed some candy and that's that. Uh, now I also told her about it, which she failed to mention on the show. So I guess my issue is that not that it didn't happen, because it did. But it is more that the context for the taking of the candy was very different than what she presented on the show. And the reality is that I am much less of a monster than what she painted me out to be. I mean, I'm a monster for other reasons, but regarding the candy thing, I'm not as bad of a monster as she said. 
stuff. I guess I just wanted to make sure to be have an opportunity to speak out my truth because I felt like I was maligned on the show. Uh, and so I appreciate you guys taking the time to solicit my feedback. Uh, and I'm curious, though, what say you, Tishi gang? Am I in the right here? Was I misrepresented? Love to hear your thoughts. All right. Okay. Jeremy Holmes, less of a monster. Yeah, less of a monster. <laughs> but how much do we love Candy Predator? Oh, yeah. I, I was about to change his chat nickname when we got in here. Yeah. Predator. Predator, yes. Candy yeah. Predator. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Dude has a sweet tooth like nobody's business, you know, but it yeah. doesn't matter if there's sugar. He just wants it sweet. Well, what's just... interesting is that he did not, he was not into candy or sweets at all until he stopped drinking. And yes. I've heard this is a common thing. Oh, so mm-hmm. fucking common. Heroin yeah. addicts, too. Yeah. Because the I don't I don't I think is it is it because the alcohol turns into sugar yeah, so you yeah. you like crave that he yeah. was super into Skittles like every type of well, Skittles I love Skittles there was I can't a uh, them anymore because of it like <laughs> the uh, the most um, popular snack in King County Jail uh, was you would buy on commissary you'd buy like those peanut butter uh, mother's cookies in the package like mm-hmm. the two pack. And then you'd get a Snickers bar and then you would put the Snickers bar between the two cookies and then you would uh, sit on it and make make a. You didn't have microwaves? No, we didn't. Not in County Jail. But you would just sit on it and make this giant sandwich. And what it was called was a dope fiend because this is what the heroin addicts would eat when they came in and they'd be like, come on, man, (laughs) I got got to get my sugar man. i would try Wait. a bite of that yeah oh no it's good i made myself um, no. believe me it's not not a bad sandwich not a bad uh, dessert sandwich in a pinch i gotta think it has something to do with hey, his ass makes oh, it right God. yeah i don't want to have the ass involved can i no no it's, it's microwave your, you put it back in the package before okay. you sit okay. on it and it's I know, also still- it's your own ass so. Mm-hmm. I know, but still, can I? I don't want to risk it. Can I just like my? And you're not bare Oh, I understand. You can use a book if you want. Oh right. my god! <laughs> or just like one of the cooking appliances that I have. I mean, fire. Right. If you're not an <laughs> additionalist, use a high tech uh, appliance to make a super low tech yeah. uh, county jail food. We're gonna See, be in. Have... We're gonna be See? in some hotels on the road, Mike. Maybe an iron. Can we use yeah, an, iron? an iron? Yeah, for sure. Get yeah. get yourself a dope fiend going. Speaking of weird sandwiches, so um, Bridget is out. She's at camp, which I know is controversial, but she's at overnight camp right now. How dare you? I know, I know, I know. I have complicated feelings about it, but she doesn't have her iPad with her, so it's great. She's not like filming TikTok constantly. So mm-hmm. like, she, and she did archery. She rode. She's like a regular Teddy Roosevelt, which is also like <laughs> controversial but, um, <laughs> getting to be uh, more and more <laughs> fine um but he's canceled jimmy kimmel's canceled it's fine canceled. listen we can reevaluate some people it's nobody's nobody's <laughs> dying it's fine teddy roosevelt is already dead it's fine but right, um right. anyway you won't even uh, know so Rory's, you know, the only. Get the feeling he's the kind of guy who wouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> no, he would not give a fuck. Yeah, cancel me, motherfucker. Right. Um. So, uh, Rory's the only child right now, and he usually my kids are such brats. They like when for breakfast they want this like combo cereal. They want Rory wants half Cheerios, half Honey Nut Cheerios. Bridget wants half Cheerios, <laughs> half Rice Krispies. That sounds treats. good, actually. I know. I like they, yeah, I like it. 
I know. But then I had bought this like French, quote unquote, French toast bread for me. Like it's an H-E-B brand. It's pretty good. But like, you know, it's just like breakfast bread, which is just like cake, you know, mm-hmm. you put it in the toaster and it's like infused with cinnamon and what, whatnot. Mm, yes, that sounds and I amazing. Said, I, it's good. But I said to Rory, do you want one or two? And he was like, I want two because I want to eat it like a sandwich. So like I put <laughs> butter on it once it's toasted and he just mm-hmm. put the stacks of them onto each other and yep. <laughs> it like a sandwich. And I was oh, like, my God. hey, buddy, you can just eat them like one at a time and he was like no i'm good I'm like Wait, all right you know, you know what would be super good nutella in there oh 100 <laughs> percent. but don't eat that when the kids are out because they'll actually I know, be like that. i know yeah. that's I'm a like, late too night expensive. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> rory <laughs> has yet to learn that you want that butter to hit the top of your mouth well he, he's so confused about butter because he's like i don't like butter and i'm like okay first that's of all i don't gross. he said i like dry butter and i was like i think that you mean you like melt like you actually you like <laughs> wet butter is what you mean <laughs> he, he wants butter that like he can't see which i get, uh, right, I get right. that. like i like yeah. butter in all forms but like i get that mm-hmm. he wants the butter to be like in the situation Straight i like to have just that little that little slice that little yes. like 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 yes. silver like you know <laughs> yes. that that little mm-hmm. you know eighth Slail moon <laughs> yes <laughs> of butter you know right in the corner so you know you're getting butter you're like i'm getting butter mm-hmm. and yeah. conversely bridget used to cry when we would give her toast and it melted she was like i want butter and i'm like uh, it's in there i don't know how to tell <laughs> you this i don't yeah. know how to explain like physics to you but the butter or chemistry or whatever yeah you just have to look there. for the glisten oh uh, man i we're in love with the Kerrygold over here yeah oh yeah good stuff yep, we do that oh my god i get caught like you know just glistening face you know like, what I, yeah i've almost been eating butter straight out of the dish you know? <laughs> like just scooping it out with these tiny everything bagels what were we butter. talking about butter <laughs> oh uh candy. friday night we're wild <laughs> right, right right uh hey mike keep your eyes out for an amazon package tomorrow because i ordered us some snacks <laughs> oh, oh cool oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> all right well, should we move on to the mailbag yeah let's go well i guess uh are we are we issuing a verdict on jeremy's defense or do we oh, need Anne oh, here well, for that I, I didn't hear the recording so i can't uh i can't uh, vote here so oh, well, there's I think a jury of three listen- here we and we should let the listeners weigh in yes he did ask okay. them to weigh in so question of the week is jeremy a monster or less of a monster well, well like i said all, in all white men are monsters a little <laughs> bit for different <laughs> reasons yes. um so yeah yes he is a monster like we'll see <laughs> is it a, is he a monster because of this situation mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> uh but that will go to the mailbag got a couple of three of your phones this week uh one from listener hunter who writes this a little late for the new york movie road trip but on an in real life road trip or he wrote irl because he must be a cool guy from roswell to albuquerque i did see zoltar in klein's corners new mexico but sadly, no actual aliens. I'm probably the only person that would add Highlander to movies that made me think of New York. Mike's probably the only one old enough to have seen it in the theater. There can be only one Toyota Highlander. (laughs) As we would later learn from Ricky Bobby, Highlander won an Academy Award for the best movie ever made. (laughs) No, no, it did not. It did not. That thing you do, beat it out. Mm -hmm. That's so good. And he writes, power out. Now, I, I wrote back to Hunter because as it happens... Uh, Mike and I, if we go the route I believe we're going to go, we'll actually be driving right right on this same route, actually, mm. uh, because I think we end up going through Roswell on our way to Albuquerque. So 
I asked him for things to see along the way to which he wrote back, nothing. Nothing. There's There's fucking nothing. (laughs) I did a similar drive, at least the first part where, um, when I moved from Dallas to, um, San Francisco or the Bay area and we went through Amarillo to out. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think we stopped in Albuquerque first. You know, this is like the only thing that makes me think of Albuquerque because there's nothing there, but in order to spell it, like I have to say it phonetically, like in my head, when I say Wednesday, I say Wednesday because like I, like when I'm writing it out and when I say Albuquerque, I have to say Albuquerque. Yeah, <laughs> I say right. Albuquerque. <laughs> we're close. I say, I always say Albuquerque <laughs> when I'm spelling it. Oh, we're so smart. Yeah, um, yeah there's nothing there. Manchac, that's impossible. Uh, <laughs> but actually, Hunter sent some pictures from his drive and a couple of little things we can stop and see. Yeah, maybe we'll go see Zoltar. See if yeah. Zoltar's got COVID yeah. yet. So, <laughs> I mean, everybody manhandles that thing. So, Jeremy might also have some um, because he did that drive. Oh, yeah. Mexico yeah. To, to Seattle. Yeah. Uh, very good. Listener Scott writes, quote, surprisingly long and quote, you can get it right where you want it, was quite the recommendation this week. <laughs> Bobby, you made me blush. Or maybe I'm just missing Hillary's horny corner. Oh, <laughs> it'll be Thanks. back soon. Thanks for another great show. And uh, of course, Scott is talking about uh, my stellar review for my gooseneck iPad mount, which is both long and strong. Oh, God. And uh, it's no, doing the job Down to right get the now. friction on? Or, <laughs> I mean, what's, what's going on with it? I've seen it. It's average. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, you know, the, it was cold that day. The, the funny confession here is that the exact mount that I got, uh, we could not get Please. a... I hope Please that's in the clear. The we could, we, we could not get an Amazon referral link for it, so we used a different one instead. But I, I actually have the bigger black one. <laughs> Stronger, longer. Oh my God. I do. It is. It's doing a bag up job. Uh, We'll go to the question of the week from last week. Uh, Question of the week last week What movie most makes you think of the Northeast Mid Atlantic? And the answers are that (laughs) most of you don't know what the Northeast Mid Atlantic is. We didn't either. It's just what Wikipedia told us was. I think we did okay. I mean, we were basically like Pennsylvania. Everyone wanted, everyone wanted, uh, Baltimore to be in there. Ba- it's Baltimore, not- no, no, it's in not. Connecticut. No. Yeah, we did Connecticut, and we might get to Baltimore at some point. So. Low key, Baltimore is. I mean, not that this matters, but it is south of the Mason-Dixon line, which is kind of yes, crazy to think mm-hmm. about. So, mm-hmm. well, I think you know when you go there. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Start with Bob, who uh, loyally emails in his extended response to the question of the week every mm-hmm. week. He writes, "Here's my list, as usual, not in any order." Rocky. Uh, and he notes that when this movie came out, Frank Rizzo, maybe one of America's most racist and corrupt mayors in the latter Shit. 20th century, was still mayor. <laughs> and the city was racked with crime. It was still climbing out of the chaos of the 60s riots. And it was still known as a, quote, corrupt and contented city, uh, as a, well as a pretty staid, boring, boring town. Rocky showed the gritty and pretty side of the city and instilled a greatly needed pride in its residents, parenthetically, me included. Then he says the movie Philadelphia, yeah. Uh, obviously, I good. yeah, trading places an excellent choice. Um, oh, I love yeah. my parents, they're amazing parents, but they did show my then like five to six year old trading place. I like walked into their bedroom and Bridget was watching trading places. I'm like, no, this is not appropriate. I'm it's sorry. really just the one scene have- that's yeah. okay. Uh, they have to learn about the uh, the um the bad side of capitalism soon, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, right. sure. Sure. And or, and Jamie Lee features. Curtis's tits, but you know yeah. all the <laughs> all that. 
uh, Blowout and Witness, uh, and then a great film set in Pennsylvania. Oh, Witness, great. Yeah, Promised mm-hmm. Land, and an excellent movie set in rural Northwest New Jersey. Mike, I think this is one that you went to bad for, The Station Agent. Yeah, totally. It's it's uh, probably is Cullen's favorite film? movie, and I finally wow. watched it a couple years ago, and it's it's amazing. It's, it's such Peter a- Dinklage and like... Yeah. Uh, what's her face? Not Hope Davis, but the other, like, blonde. Patricia Clarkson. Patricia Clarkson, yes. Yeah, yeah, and the and the and the handsome dude. Uh, I fucking forget his name, but anyway, um, it is it is so great. Yeah, and I and I can't okay. believe we didn't talk about it. Uh, Bob wrote back in a second email to say the blob set in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. Nothing like a <laughs> giant mass of jello interlaced with veins and Steve McQueen. Um, my blob story is that when I was a kid and we would go to the video store, I insisted one night that we rent blob, the blob. And my mother was just like, you're not going to like it. It's slow and boring and old and it's not your kind of movie. And I, I mm-hmm. put my, I demanded that we rent the blob. So we did. And she was right. I haven't watched it in adulthood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Daniel, the Philadelphia story, also 12 monkeys. Uh, Kenneth with Groundhog Day, uh, which we did talk about pretty extensively uh, in our planning meeting for that show. Yeah. Uh, Katie writes, is Dirty Dancing considered upstate New York? And yes, absolutely yes. is. We had just started to talk about it. So we, that is why we didn't include it. Because I mean, listen, Dirty Dancing is like part of my yes. soul. So like, I, I, I think we've talked about it a lot on the show. Yeah. 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 As I told Katie on that post anything north of 110th street is upstate new york Mm. (laughs) andrea says nobody's fool with paul newman from 1994 set in upstate new york and perfectly captures a dying small town and the quirky characters in it based on a book by richard russo um i have not seen nobody's fool i haven't either i remember when it came out because it was like the last i mean not the last but like i think paul newman was nominated for best actor for it and it was like a big push um him anyway i just remember it being a big paul newman movie. given that it's bruce willis and melanie griffith i feel like it would be right down our strike zone i know here. yeah uh and louise writes mall rats <laughs> another kevin smith uh classic <laughs> uh, i had to include it because um it, it, bobby included clerk so i wasn't gonna be like and mall rats because we don't need like so many kevin smith movies but and chasing and I, amy <laughs> <laughs> i mean all of those were like foundational to me now but um i had my first real boyfriend we used to like email back and forth and we would always like quote mall rats like that was like our sign off line which now in retrospect seems very weird but um but i have it is not a good movie but i have like it's close to my heart don't like rewatch it perfectly but, good use of your aol accounts <laughs> it was <laughs> hill it doesn't exist anymore but hill live at aol.com was yes it's a shame that you didn't hold on to that because anything with that few letters i know i was an early adopter so but the problem is i kept getting hacked so i was like this is i'm done i used to just give it for like you know if i wanted to sign up for something and they needed an email address that was the but then it just kept sending spam to people and my dad would be like why did you send me this and of course somebody would click mm-hmm. and then and they would get hot. And I was like, I'm done. This is done. I can't be responsible for boomers. Yeah. Whoever has ham and cheese at AOL.com has been getting <laughs> newsletters for me for like 20 years. And <laughs> uh, uh, also writes uh, Silver Linings Playbook, which had not. Yeah. Oh, uh, so good. That's a good, so one. good. <laughs> Except for the divisional uh, playoffs. Yeah. Thing, well, yeah. Carolyn with oh. Witness again. Uh, and sudden death, uh, uh, Van Damme <laughs> yes, movie. Yes. <laughs> yes. My, oh, my my first wife was a uh, huge Van Damme 
fan. There, and so I'm familiar with the entire catalog. And yes, there is Dennis only, Rodman was in there this is movie. One, I will contend, and I'm sorry to argue with any of our listeners, there is only one good Van Damme movie. Can you tell me what it is? There's one. There's one, like, I'm not saying that all of them aren't entertaining, but there's only, like, one truly good one. Can you tell me what it is? Hit me. Time Cop. It is a excellent movie uh, it is like no. not it's, even a bad movie no. it's a good movie and ron silver is in it and ron it's silver, one of his lesser films um oh contraire it, rewatch <laughs> it it's a good movie like uh, it holds up it is a good anything about time travel really gets me in but like um time cop is time cop is a good movie and ron silver even though he turned like weirdly conservative at the end of his life um he's a really good actor. he had a moment yeah, I haven't really thought good. about Ron Silver in a long time, but there was a moment when he was a star in Hollywood. Yeah. And you're like, Question yeah, of the week. What is your Desert Island Jean-Claude Van Damme movie? <laughs> yeah. It's obviously Bloodsport. I don't know what no, you're talking no, about. Bloodsport. I mean, come <laughs> on. That's a, that's a career achievement. Right yeah, there. right there. I, I mean, I do. Sudden Death is a hockey movie, so I can get behind yeah. it for that. Sure. Um, I, Carolyn Speaking writes, we're getting sidetracked here. Carolyn writes, uh, hockey in pittsburgh from terrace i like it for two reasons one i'm in the crowd scene at the arena fancy and number two van damme was supposed to film a locker room scene but the hockey players had bigger muscles so they turned it into the fight with the mascot in the kitchen Mm. now i want to watch that i know yeah Yeah, he's probably like too small like i mean i'm sure he's really defined but you throw him into a a pro uh locker room and most movie stars look like little tiny right yeah. now oh he was probably like five three or something well yeah. it was like he like into martial arts he should he's probably more flexible than those guys sure sure well, he does the he splits the mascot right he can do the, <laughs> he splits. Does the splits in every movie yeah, <laughs> right that's it's like thing. it's like when um tom cruise runs or does like yeah, that yeah. he's cruise. running all right <laughs> yeah i got my 16 dollars uh colian the transition that I steamrolled over so I could get to the rest of that. <laughs> Colian brings Slapshot, which is another spectacular choice. Yeah. Fantastic. Just I'm a really lot of local flavor. A lot of oh, yeah. Taste. I'm really sad that no one said Creed because Michael B. Jordan should be oh. in every movie ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like I've said this before, or maybe I just said it like in passing to other people. I am cribbing this from another podcast, but they were like, it's pretty bold that Michael B. Jordan was like, just add the B. I'm good. Like he was so confident right. in his skills yeah. that he was like, I will be the other Andy Michael Jordan. crushed it. And he's like succeeded mm-hmm. in that. Like right. everybody knows that there's Michael B. Jordan and Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Like you don't confuse the two at all. No. Yep. Good for him. He broke Cele- celebrate. Unlike Charles A. Catalog. Barkley, who is still struggling <laughs> to get parts in Hollywood. <laughs> that's, that's your mailbag. There are even more answers to your Northeast Mid-Atlantic movies uh, <laughs> in the Facebook group. You can find it at the show is oh, everything God. on Facebook. Uh, Hillary? Yes. Medium talk. Medium talk. Okay. So like I said before, we are taking a little pause on our like movie road trip because, you know, sometimes you really need to, you know, you need to take a break. It's hard. You guys are going to discover next week. Like it's hard to drive for long. You get like hypnotized by the roads. You need to stop and just start thinking about animated shows and children's <laughs> programming. That's mm-hmm. really the- <laughs> Are we stuck in some terrible hotel in one of these mid-Atlantic states? We don't know what state we're 100%. In. We're like, what are we doing? And we're just like watching, you know. Paw Patrol or some bullshit. So anyway, so we decided this was totally Anne's idea. And it's really sad that she's not actually on the show because it's a great idea. We all have feelings about children's television programming and we're going to talk about them. Um, We 
you know, have broken it out into a few different kind of loosely based categories to talk about, like basically kind of, you know, what you used to watch and for Christy and me, like things that our children have watched and our nightmares mm-hmm. um, and just kind of talking about the different kinds of children program that we were exposed to as a child or actually as an adult. So anyway, um, who wants to go first? You want to go, Hey, Mr. Mike, you want to go first? Well, I, I think one thing we should talk about before we even get into the rest of this category is the the shows that were on in the the markets that we grew up that like brought us oh. a lot of the cartoons and, and kids programming. Yeah. Uh to me it was uh and and I don't know if this was still going when Christy you were you were coming up but well uh, I moved here when I was twelve so I was out JP of JP Patches and yeah. Gertrude. Uh you know, it was a clown and his cross-dressing friend, and they would bring us, you know, um, Little Rascals and um, and uh, George of the Jungle, and you know, all the all the cartoons. You know, they would just do the interstitials, and I think every market had that. There was a guy in Dallas called Mr. Peppermint, and if you look him up, I love Mr. Peppermint. I think he just had like a show, but he was definitely like a local Dallas guy that was sort of like he wore like a candy cane kind of suit. But the most interesting thing about him is that, well, I met him once and it was thrilling. His son was the lead singer of the Butthole Surfers, and it was always like Hmm. kind of hilarious that this like children's, this like famous Metroplex guy, his, you know, son was the head of a band called the butthole surfers anyway yeah well, i agree i grew up with uh, so i grew up in omaha and so ours came from chicago so i had bozo the clown oh yeah why was it always clowns <laughs> always yeah. is this why yeah. people are scared of them <laughs> probably doesn't hurt the cause yeah <laughs> well um i was talking about this with emily earlier you know i was asking her you know what shows that she would uh, tune into and her her uh, local guy in uh, Baton Rouge uh, was um, Buckskin Bill. Um, also a clown or no? <laughs> no, he wasn't. He wasn't. He had You're just uh, like a porn. <laughs> uh, turn, turns out he's actually a tailor. Just uh, he had chaps on. You just don't want him to turn around. Yeah. No. Um. And then, uh, and then she used to watch uh, Captain Kangaroo. I just want to get all this out from her right Worst now. haircut ever. Um, that's my hair when I grow it out. So I think... Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's why she loves you. I, I totally agree. That's, no, that's why she told me to start shaving my head again. When mm-hmm. After you know a couple of years, she was like, hey, let's see the hair. And then she saw it. She's like, <laughs> just like right. mm, we're done. Yeah, that can go. That can go. Yeah. Um, there was apparently some moose on Captain Kangaroo that would like interview him and uh, and some other characters, and he would always drop ping pong balls on them. And she had some sort of Halloween costume where she 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 put together um, some antlers and she hung ping pong balls from them. Um, she said it didn't go over that well, but I think some of the adults probably who had sat through a lot of formulaic uh, you know uh, jokes on that show. Probably go, yeah, it's a clever costume right there. Good job by you. But um, I just wanted to get that out there because I think there were there was a conduit to a lot of this stupid programming for a lot of us. And that was that show, usually like two hours in the morning before you'd go to school or or whatever, where you'd have to be up and you'd be like, I hate my life. I let's watch some television and and then 
just you know you get some uh snidely whiplash uh george of the jungle type things um i think i think i'm just a little too young i think that stuff was phasing out just as i was paying attention but in buffalo the one that is so well known that i'm still aware of it was a long time running show on channel seven called rocket chip seven and i think this may have even come up on this show before because for a long time it was hosted by a guy whose stage name was Dave Thomas, and he is the father of that actor from Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Bones, whose name I can never remember because his last name is different. Oh, Boreanaz? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 him. him. It's, it's his dad hosted oh. this. Forever. Nepotism, he, right? Yeah, right? <laughs> How do you think you get Bones? You don't just get Bones. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, and my favorite part is that... Have you seen my dad enjoying the Little Rascals and the Power Rangers? Have you seen him? in buffalo new york uh his sidekick is a robot named promo the robot i like that i I just like a tv show that doesn't hide its uh interest in speaking to your children Mm -hmm. we're trying to sell you something yeah Yeah. speaking of which speaking of selling okay who wants to go first mike do you want to go first about no no you go first because i i have a related uh item I will go. Okay. So we kind of broke it down into, you know, a few different categories, like I said. And one of them is cartoons that were basically meant to sell toys. Like that was the, you know, they, they might have some ancillary topics, but really it was meant to move product. And I say this, this is not a show that I generally watch that much, though it was on. I have brothers. It was on. My son loves this show. It is G.I. Joe. And I have now watched the um, Netflix documentary or whatever, like the toys that made us mm-hmm. and the episode about GI Joe. I've talked about this. Rory's watched it a bunch of times. He knows like all the trajectories of GI Joe, like Kenner came in and they were selling mm-hmm. like star Wars toys and that like took over the GI Joe market. And then the eighties happened and Reagan came in and you know, the, the whole like Rambo American hero thing and they remodeled it. They wanted to have a Barbie, but they wanted it for you know, to be for men and boys, and, you know, to be masculine or whatever. So that's how GI Joe, the TV show sort of came about. And um, it really was just to sell toys. I mean, I guess there was like a message at the end of each show. I remember that, but it was pretty much just like rah, rah American. I mean, and Rory loves it. He eats it up. I could, I mean, so I have to really, you know, I try to counterbalance that a little bit by making him listen to Hamilton over and over again. But, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, G.I. Joe was definitely like, it is crass commercialism and it's like kind of gross, but I guess like it just found boys at a time when, you know, it, the Cold War was still happening and it just like hit. So yeah, that was the one that I remember the most. So I have a couple questions. Did they have they rebooted it so it's new, or is he watching the old ones? He's watching the old ones, and like seemingly it doesn't really exist anymore. The guy that founded it, I think all the people are like more or less dead at this point. I wouldn't be surprised if it comes back again because, like you know, there's going to be some market for that somewhere. Though it does, see, they're going to have to evolve it probably to be slightly more inclusive. Maybe include mm-hmm. a couple mm-hmm. girls in it, or you know, there's one. There was yeah. one. There's always one. There's always, <laughs> There's one. always one. There's always one. There's like Smurfette. Like, did she fuck right. all the Smurfs? Yes. Like that. That was basically the, the best life for her. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So there's always one. Maybe there could be a, a few more. I don't know. Um, but well, yeah. They, go ahead. If you want this uh, universe to be more inclusive, 
I would say let's reach back into the 70s and and let's bring Big Jim into the fold. He was a character, um, I think, uh, whatever, whatever, um, whether G.I. Joe was on Hasbro or Mattel, Big Jim was on the other. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. it was counter-programming. And when you go back and look at these things, and, and I mean, I, I didn't even know there was like at least six openly gay guys in my frat um, at the time. I couldn't figure it out. I didn't know what gay looked like. Big Jim is gay as hell. <laughs> and that's okay. Like, let's just like have people with different yes. stripes. They don't have to be mm-hmm. these like super macho, you know. Oh, like, they are macho though. These guys are yeah. fucking What's macho. Was there a cartoon? I don't know. I can't remember. I just remember the ads. And then, and then I had some of the stuff. We bought it at Fred Meyer, you know, because it was cheaper than the G.I. Joe stuff. I guess the gay stuff is, you know, they sell it at a discount. But I didn't know. Like, he had, they had a camper. He had buddies, and they'd have arm wrestling contests. And, uh, yeah, it was all super gay. Um, but I didn't know, and I thought it was cool. And so I had a big gym, and uh, <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Uh, I lost interest. Uh, G.I. Joe was cool just because the haircut, and I, I kind of like sporting that cut. I think we've been down this road before because I'm Googling yeah. pictures of Big Jim and his friends yep. and these all mm-hmm. look very familiar. Yep. It, it does look like a, somebody made action figures of the village people. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, my dad it's always tells great. a story about how he wanted G.I. Joe dolls because they weren't like action figures. They were dolls. Yeah, hey, like, they were dolls. Yeah. They were bigger mm-hmm. even than Barbie yeah. and he wanted them but his dad said no that oh. dolls were for girls. Man, if if his dad knew about Big Jim, he would blow his stack. Well, also remember my dad's gay. So yeah, I know. I mean, he would be like, "You want gay dolls?" What's right. <laughs> you want gay dolls? <laughs> um, Christy, what about you? Um, good cartoon that sold toys for me was Jim. Love. Truly, it. truly, truly outrageous. How, how, is my how name. outrageous no was she? Truly, <laughs> so outrageous. She had a double identity. She was the first ha- Hannah Montana, actually. Her <laughs> earring talked to her. There was a computer. She could time travel. It was amazing. Yeah, um, it really was. I agree. And I was in a gem club, but I wasn't the <laughs> so I had to be Asha. Um, but <laughs> let's say the bad... Uh, I also had, like, records, like, everything, gem. Um, the bad part is they were bigger than Barbie, so you couldn't mm-hmm. do the clothes. I didn't ever have the dolls, though, because I wasn't i mean i was a poor kid so um but bad was tell me if you guys remember this cartoon rubik the amazing cube i don't remember that i mean let me no. google it really quickly no. it's the so cube bad. is the star i mean the cube is a magic friend okay. that when they um get it together when they actually solve the problem it gives them it's magic it's so bad Oh man, ladies! <laughs> they turned everything, everything, like everything, and every product. Or like, how do we like? I think gummy bears are like yep. the bear. Um, not, well, yeah, the Berenstein bears, but like Care Bears, Care Bears. Yep. So and and it would always like have this a similar progression. It was toy, cartoon, cereal. Yes. Or yeah. cartoon, like cartoon then toy like it it always had the same like there was always going to end up being a cereal like pac-man was a video game then a then a cartoon then a cereal then toys like 
Yeah. I'd be afraid of Pac-Man cereal. Would he start eating you? you know? Yeah. It was, that one, the ghosts were the marshmallows. Oh, oh that's right. That make, makes sense. Yes. I thought maybe it was just a box of kicks and then they just put one Pac-Man in there. Yeah. <laughs> Inky, Pinky. What were those guys again? Blinky yeah, and Blinky. Glenn. I don't know. Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> Inky, Pinky, Blinky, and Glenn is a good yeah. show title. I would just yeah. turn and go right after Glenn. I don't care. Glenn. Fuck you, Glenn. Uh, <laughs> don't hide in the corner, Glenn. I can see you. Oh, it is true. Like, it was like, I think they came up with a law at some point that they're, that's how, I, okay, now that I'm remembering this show, that's one of the reasons why they would make TV shows because there were some just laws against stuff. advertising, especially mm-hmm. to kids. So they would be like, oh, we'll just transfer this into a TV show. And then right. it's not advertising. It's like, you know, work of art mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Remember the great adventures of Marlboro Man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm surprised I, there was an easy bake oven. Uh, there, the, I the was show. looking today. I never saw it, but there was a creepy crawlers cartoon. Oh, oh God. Gosh. You know, obviously, as a boy, I mean, I, I was poor. That's why I didn't put anything in for this category. But uh, I had uh, I had an occasional sometimes friend, Mark Padgham, who had uh, the the Creepy Crawlers oven, which is, you know, the Easy Bake Oven for boys. Right. And we would make gummy monsters and gummy. I have never heard of this item. So so it was... Uh... It's there, a little... there were molds? Yeah, there are molds. You put plastic and, or something. Yeah, you put this gooey powder shit into a little tray and it's the shape of a you know say a spider or something and you uh slide it in under uh you know what i'm sure was actually just like a 90 watt light bulb and you let it sit there until it gets warm and almost burns the house down and you take it out and then you have a a a, you know a gummy worm but you couldn't eat it did you eat it yeah, I think they were edible. Oh. I don't Hillary, know if they were supposed have... to be, but I think we did. <laughs> Hillary, I did. did you have Easy Bake Oven? No, because my mom was like way too scared that I was going to burn the house down, which is like mm-hmm. not like- My mom's mom. like, uh, bullshit, we have a real oven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. No cake that you're going to cook under a light bulb, because it literally was a light bulb. Yeah, like Bobby yeah, isn't just yeah. joking about that. It was a light bulb. <laughs> Those and the oven get will hot, just though. get hot, but it's not going to like catch no. on fire, you know? Uh, Bridget does have an easy bake oven. She's always like, can I use it? I'm like, no. Mm. <laughs> She's like in its box in the garage. I'm like, no. Uh, let me clarify here. There is a version called Incredible Edibles of the mm. quote unquote oh. thing, thing maker that is the creepy crawlers device. They're from like Seattle, Washington. <laughs> it's like from a dispensary. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible Edibles. Yeah. But it comes with a mix. You know? Actually, that would be pretty great now. They could totally bring this back as a as a weed edible, de- yeah. you know, building yeah. device. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, they deliver booze now because of COVID. They could yeah. just deliver these kits to people. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, so Bobby, since we are kind of transitioning out of, you know, things to sell toys. We're talking Disney cartoons or just like kind of like animated cartoons that aren't like necessarily necessarily educational. Do you have one that you want to go with? Well, I mean, I, the first one that came to mind when, so this is Anne's list and I wanted to honor it and she wrote Disney cartoons and then insisted, i.e. Rescue Rangers, as in she's going to be mad if we don't talk about Rescue Rangers. Mm-hmm. Rescue Rangers is good. Uh, DuckTales is the one that came to mind to me. 
And I'm amazed. I, I went and looked this up. A lot of these shows did not last very long. I think DuckTales only went a few seasons, but it's ingrained in my mind. Well, and, and there's a new, there's a, there's a reboot that I try to make my kids watch. And, they like it. and it's the song. Yeah. The song gets you. The song and is I a feel, fucking jam. It is. I feel the like that change. was on after school. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was right. always mm-hmm. the, like the first one that started. After school. I feel like I remember this in the new version. Lin Manuel Miranda does the theme song, and he also does a theme song on the um, uh, Magic School Bus. Like he's just like a, you know making children happy across the world. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Dugtales is still kind of continuing, and I agree. I feel like the image of Scrooge McDuck like swimming so- in his money is yeah. like embedded in my brain. Well, yes. it's also just such a go-to gift now, right? Yeah. So. It, it it's something from our youth that we've brought into our adult culture. So yeah, yeah, DuckTales, absolutely. Um, okay, I'm gonna go. I mean, I have a lot of cartoons, like Disney oriented cartoons, like or just like cartoons that I loved. I was, I loved Disney, but I was really like a Hanna Barbera fan. Like I used to go to this place in Virginia called King's Dominion. Okay, so it's six, at Six Flags, it's like a Time Warner joint. So, you know, all it's like Bugs Bunny and like mm-hmm. all those characters are around. You know, obviously, if you go to Disney World or Disneyland, then it's... Yosemite Sam is prominently featured in any Six Flags over Texas. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's like... Wah, 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 got Pistols. The guns. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> at, um, at Disney World, obviously, it's like Disney characters. At... King's Dominion, for some reason, it was like a Hanna-Barbera. Like, oh, Hanna-Barbera joint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Flintstones and Jetsons and so stuff. Snagglepuss. I have very, very strong feelings about the Jetsons. Like, as a child, I have alluded to this before, but when I was a kid, up until I was 12 and it was too heavy to carry, my dad would, he would come wake me up and I'd say, Daddy, carry me. And he would carry me to the couch while he prepared my Count Chocula and I would watch 30 minutes of the Jetsons before I ate breakfast and got ready to go to school. Well, he um, prepared your Count Chocula? <laughs> Wait, Wait <laughs> Hillary, this was daily? I thought this was only on your birthday. This no, is no, no. Daily? It was daily. It was daily. Oh, wow. <laughs> Until you were 12? <laughs> Until oh. he was like, I like, can't carry you. And I remember asking Dave, be like, carry me. And he was like, I, no. Like, you are no. an adult person. <laughs> like, Put on your roller carry- blades and go downstairs like anyone else. <laughs> oh, my God. So I would watch the, I love the Jetsons and the Flintstones, like I would watch the Flintstones, but it would make me mad because it was like, I don't need to know about the past. I want to know what the future is going to be like. Right. It was all like mm-hmm. mid-century modern future. So it was that real like, you know, so futuristic cool. future. Yeah, it was super cool. I love the Jetsons. That is like by far my favorite. Like, although George is a terrible person, Jane rules. Um, yes. You know, I wanted to be Judy, whatever. I mean, Rosie is like the best. Uh George sucks and it's like annoying and all those because well the Flintstones also since it's sort of based on the honeymooners he's like one inch away from like you know beating up Wilma but like yeah Yeah. it's it's a little scary they're both terrible husbands and fathers yeah and like bad at their jobs like they're not good people but somehow they're like the protagonist but whatever that's neither here nor there if I'm gonna go straight Disney cartoon now you know I watch a lot of television but having two kids especially a little girl um, I would always try to find shows that like were palatable to me as well as her. So I mm-hmm. could like watch it along yep. and, you know, I could watch it, but also read my phone because that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's the show called Sophia the first, which is, I don't really think it's on anymore, but when Bridget was like two, three, four, five, it was the shit. And it's about this little girl named Sophia. And she is, her mom is like, I don't know. She's like, a 
something in the town and she meets recently, I might be getting all the details wrong, but she meets the recently widowed king and they get married. So Sophia is then like a princess basically. And she has step siblings and Dave contends that Sophia is going to like have sex with one of the boy siblings, like one of the, like her stepbrother. But that's like probably fanfic. I'm sure it exists out there. Like, tell me if it does. I want um, him to write that, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Sophia, it was like cute. And for some reason the other day, Bridget was like, oh, I'm going to watch it because it was on Netflix or, or, or Disney Plus, I guess. And I was like, this is still kind of a jam. And there's some really good songs in it. I was like, oh, I remember this. Tim Gunn was a voice on it. Anyway, it's actually a cute show. I mean, it's definitely, uh, you know, a Disney princess show. But Sophia is ostensibly Latinx. So it's like a mm-hmm. little bit, you know, um, like different kind of. And it's a second marriage. I enjoyed it. There's a, you know, whatever. It's corny, but I liked it. I just well, want to similar. thank you for bringing, uh, for, for bringing step-sibling incest to the, <laughs> to the kids programming episode of our show. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, similar is Doc McStuffins. Uh, yeah. Time for your checkup. Time for your checkup. That's actually a good show. Because she has a stay-at-home father. Her mom is a doctor. Michelle Obama um, was on it. it. It's so good. And, it's and really they're good. a black family. So you yeah. don't really see that usually. And... Um, this is, I only know this because I'm like sort of adjacent to being friends with her. Um, Kay Hanley, who was the lead singer of Letters to Cleo, like a nineties band. Mm-hmm. She wrote all the songs for, but you don't have uh, to clarify oh, who Letters to Cleo is. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're a Boston based band. She wrote all the songs for Doc McStuffins. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So should I talk about the one, the cartoons that I liked as a kid? Of course. Or the ones that I banned from my house Elliot watching. I mean, what should we do or. first? Okay. So I, I think I was a really weird kid and that I just watched cartoons waiting until other shows came on. Yeah. Like, so if I had all of the shows to watch in the world on demand, like kids do now, I wouldn't have watched cartoons. Yeah. Um, because I was just waiting for like, what, what were those shows? Like, um, silver spoons and, um, those kind of real people shows. But anyways, so the, the cartoons I did like were Rugrats. Yeah. Um, Fat Albert. Oh, really? Rugrats are like, a pre, like one of the only um, Jewish-oriented kids yes. shows. <laughs> so good, <laughs> even though there are babies. And I probably was too old to be watching it. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I mean, but... <laughs> it's like I watched Doug. And I'm like, why am I oh my God, I'm 15? I had Doug on here, too, but I didn't know anyone would know. Yeah, I definitely was in high school watching you know, Doug. On, on one hand, that's ridiculous. But on the other hand, if I showed up and you were watching, you were wearing a t-shirt for the beats, it would be awesome. Right? I'd be like, yes. yes. Um, so Fat Albert, you know, problematic now, but it was oh, yeah. really good at the time. Yes. Um, I liked all the Peanut shows. Me I know too. that wasn't like a daily cartoon but i no, really but liked it i there i had a bhs with the christmas and then there was one where valentine's um, sally was running for like school president or something like that i don't mm. remember but i like i'm a real sally like that's my personality totally. so so <laughs> yeah I, I love that i mean because he's talked about it before but um that each one of the peanuts were is like a a personality type yeah. And I, I really like that. Of course, Muppet Babies. We've talked about that. Muppet Babies. I'm sorry. That if any of those are, cartoons were on now, sorry. I would stop and watch. Oh, so. for sure. For hey, sure. Hey, Cullen was, was and still is really into uh, Winnie the Pooh. And he, self, he used to self-soothe with it and still does. 
And when we, before he moved out, I think he was visiting from college. He had like drawers full of these Winnie the Pooh um, VHS tapes. Aww. And we still had a VHS player. And I happened to walk into the, the room while he was, you know, looking at his tapes, like he was going to pick one and play it. And, <laughs> and he was embarrassed, you know, and, and he mm-hmm. said like, quite the selection. You, know? <laughs> you should buy him the DVDs for Christmas or his birthday or something. Yeah. Yeah. I really, nice. I loved Winnie the Pooh as a kid. I get me it. Yeah, me too. I still do. It's heartwarming. I, it's, it's adorable. And he's got a sugar addiction and he's not wearing any pants. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. I, we used to say that Duchess was like Eeyore. I mean, not, she just had that like, duh, 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 mm-hmm. like she always seemed kind of like a little down in the dumps. So I, I think it was yeah. just her face, but that yeah. was, she was an Eeyore. Every group has an Eeyore. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sure. Uh, uh, if we're pushing away from Disney, I do want to just, you know, say I, there's one cartoon I had in mind that doesn't fit the mold of any of these categories, which is uh, Bobby's World. Oh, yeah. Oh, that that's, a, that's a what's-his-face. Um, Bobby. Uh, the, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Howie, Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel. <laughs> Crazy we got there at the same time. <laughs> Right, because uh, the thing is, uh, so he's a four-year-old who lives in his advantage in his imagination, and the show came out in 1990. And so, I was four when a four-year-old named Bobby was on TV <laughs> with an overactive imagination. I mean, I felt like the show was me. I felt like it was made for me. Yeah. I also did ride my tricycle a lot of places. So my big <laughs> you were home. like the shining. You're like, hello, it's Bobby. Exactly. Yeah. No, it was, it was eerie. And, and I am a, a quirky, weird Canadian who will later grow up to be a germaphobe. So like, <laughs> I get the Howie Mandel vibe. Oh yeah. No, that, was, anyway. that was a good one. This is a good one. Okay. So the next category that we have is, as Anne puts it, I love the editorialism from Anne, live action garbage, i.e. Power Rangers, which, you know, there's a lot of it actually going on. Um, I, I, I'll go first on this. Um, uh, both of my kids. Okay. I would say that this is not garbage. It is live action which like ostensibly kind of is garbage because you're like these are real people that are doing things and it's making me uncomfortable because they're acting like children but what i both of my kids loved and i ended up loving was called yo gabba gabba it is weird as so good it's so good i could like still watch this one episode called babies which is about the yo gabba gabba game like dealing with babies but um okay so this is the basic gist of a yo gabba gabba episode so there's like four characters there's four like puppet the characters um and then they have like an overlord dj lance and he like kind of controls them they come alive and they learn lessons or whatever but the people that created it like were into super hit music so there's always like a breakdown with like a super hit band like super hit like bands that i had never heard of before and i'd have to look up and they were like indie like brooklyn bands um so the my favorite episode babies is when they have to deal with this baby and it's the whole thing. But then, um, Solange <laughs> performs in the little breakdown and it's such a good song. It like makes me cry. Everything It's called mama loves baby. I always like tear up also like there's okay. So Mark mother's is like a recurring character, you know, from, um, Devo and then who else? Um, not what's the one like you, you got what I need. That Bismarcky? guy is Marky. He's a side yeah. character on it. He like comes along and does stuff like, I don't know, every few episodes. Anyway, 
I wanted you I, to go out with a letters to Cleo song, but now you might have to go out with just a friend. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. It'll be a game time decision. But, um, but yeah, Yo Gabba Gabba is like, like you'll just get it. And, and they'll have guest stars. Like another episode with um, Jason Bateman, where he's like a spy and he's on the whole episode. It's so like it's like legitimately funny. I really, really enjoy it. Anyway, I I forgot I, about that show. It's good. I, it's really good. And I don't think that it was on Nickelodeon when Bridget was a baby and we had them all taped. Like we had a we had cable and we had um, you know, whatever like DVR that came with our cable system, and then we got rid of it. And Dave Dave was so mad. He was like, Motherfucker, like now we have to buy all these on Amazon. So we have like a fair amount like that we purchased on Amazon Prime. Um, but I recommend them because they're kind of weird, but you get sort of lost in them. And, and this is when I know, so with, with Bridget, I stayed home with her for 18 months, which was fine, except we were extremely poor. And by that like end of it, when she was 18 months, I was like, I'm not good at staying home because she would watch like four episodes of Yo Gabba Gabba in a row. I'm like, can we just keep this train rolling? I'm like, I'm not, I'm done with the mothering thing. So anyway, it's a good, it's a good show. And DJ Lance is very cute. He's a very cute. He's hottie. Yeah, he is. He's very (laughs) cute. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a good show. It's a weird show, but it's a good show. Uh, Um, Live action, I would say not garbage. Also Muppets. Um, But that's live action, right? Because there's people in it. Yeah, Yeah. 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 And then I would say you can't do that on television was like, oh, foundational. Was a kid. Yeah. foundational. Yeah. I, I was actually talking about it today because like, it's rude because they like, they called Lisa fat all the time and she was like, not at all. Um, and, but yeah, like I was talking with my friend Christine about how Alistair was like the hottie of all hotties. Oh, so hot. <laughs> <laughs> and I think my best friend, Missy, um, who has been referenced many times on this show, I think she was going to like originally plan to name her child Alistair, but then it just like didn't happen. Mm. I wonder what he looks like now. No, I'm going <laughs> to need some fan fiction for that. <laughs> uh, I'll move us away from that as quickly as possible to say that my... <laughs> My Disney, or not my Disney, my live action garbage actually is just Power Rangers. I think yeah. I was just in the perfect demographic yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. And I, um, it's the only one that I really remember ever watching. But uh, this is one of those classic moments where I had a thing I liked. And so everyone thought that that's what they should do for me. So for one year for Christmas, every last fucking gift I got was a Green Ranger gift is that is that a cool one the green one is that the one you liked well the the green one if i remember correctly, the cheapest one <laughs> no, i'm just kidding <laughs> probably no because it was like there were the five but then there was like the the sixth one and the sixth one like the new guy was in his super cool different was the green ranger i think i'm trying to remember this oh, a long man. time ago um and then the green ranger like became the silver ranger or something like got upgraded yeah. So anyway, I got, and so I had like a Green Ranger pillow and a Green Ranger blanket and Green Ranger action figure and Green Ranger lunchbox and like all this shit. And even I was like, this is a little much on the Green Ranger people. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, have I miss Mr. Downtown. Didn't have you guys not heard? <laughs> I have, I have depth as a, as an eight year old or whatever. Come on yeah. now. Please appreciate me for the, for all of who I am. Uh, yeah. So, My dad was Mr. Downtown. Call me, uh downtown i guess yeah. <laughs> i do find though that like when somebody figures out like what a kid likes they'll like buy it uh, ad nauseum because yeah. you're just yeah. like i know because they like i know with rory like he changes his mind I mean, right now he's like 
I don't know, he's downstairs watching some Batman oriented YouTube channel. Um, mm. but like, you know, a few weeks or, you know, a few months ago he was into more into world war two stuff or whatever, you know, they changed so much, but adults like can't keep up. So they're like, okay, you like the six months ago. So you still like it. Right. Well, this is the, this is the trading spaces phenomenon. <laughs> so you're, you're trading spaces and you know that this family has a kid and he likes cowboys and so you're going to put a fucking pelt over his bed and you're going to put cowboy boots for the legs of the chairs. You're going to nail fringe to everything and cover everything in a layer of dust. And then this kid's going to come back and be like, what the fuck did you do to my He's room? Like, hey, I just like Tony Romo. I don't, know, I don't know why you did all this. He's like, I want Buzz Lightyear. What the fuck is this? Yeah. Um, no, Rory went through a Power Rangers phase. In fact, for his fourth birthday, I think it was a Power Rangers uh, themed and he'll still watch it from time to time. And there are um, an extraordinary amount of Power Rangers shows, like different strains <laughs> of Power Rangers. It's on like, there's, I mean, you can watch endless amount of Power Rangers and it's still basically the same production value. But I always tease Dave because Dave, my like lovely dorky husband kind of likes Doctor Who. Not kind of, he does like Doctor Who. And I was like, Power Rangers and Doctor Who have a very similar production value to me. Hopefully, it's like, huh? <laughs> like, like the storyline Doctor Who is fine, but it's like very chintzy. Like they're not spending more than a thousand dollars per episode, like putting this together. And they're getting like the crappiest actors and just put like loading makeup on them. Uh yeah. Uh, my issue with Doctor Who is the the ex machina factor. It seems like every every episode they realize there's four minutes left and they're like, Oh wait, this thing and then it's over. I know, exactly. I, exactly. I, I I will watch an episode of Doctor Who, but similarly, uh we have an old friend from Rhode Island, really it was one of Sam's colleagues, um, and she thinks I'm the world's biggest Doctor Who fan. So every time she sees a Doctor <laughs> Who thing, this middle-aged woman sends me a Facebook message about it. Oh, no. <laughs> Just send her the show. Uh, <laughs> Here you go. I'm done. Um, okay. So another category that we're moving on to is educational programming, which, you know, I... I think we all like dipped a toe into Bobby, I guess, more than others because he was so poor. But um, <laughs> I'm just Boy, Hillary, you're really hammering on that tonight, aren't you? <laughs> I only because my husband's like, we didn't have cable. I only yeah. watched PBS. Well, that I'm was like, so. I mean, that was fine. sincerely in my house. So uh, you know, we didn't have cable, and also I had one fraction of a parent. So uh, you know, I I watched a lot of TV, and uh, I watched a lot of network TV that I should not have watched. Um, and so in some ways I was very much raised by the Choo-choo. Simpsons and Law and Order. <laughs> mm-hmm. Those were the good, those yeah, were the Briscoe my, years. My parents used to make me, well, I had every channel, but my parents used to make me watch primetime TV with them until 10 PM. Like I it was like me and my parents when I was Bridget's age and I would watch like moonlighting and 30 something. Like yeah. why am I watching these shows? <laughs> totally. Well, because there was like usually one TV and Mm-hmm. maybe yeah. 10 channels right yeah. like if you wanted to watch tv you watched what your parents did yeah and they were like come on come sit with us next to us on the couch we're gonna watch like roseanne together it made is- us smart oh. it did, it did. Uh, uh, yes but ed- educational do you bobby do you want to go yeah there? well i put bill nye i think was appointment television for me yeah. as a as yeah. a young nerd um i think i probably saw every episode of bill nye multiple times and knew what the various bits and things were going to be and you know later in life i really liked the um uh, good eats the first run of good eats and mm-hmm. i think that's why it's because it was like the mm-hmm. same show for food yeah totally. um, and so i totally took to that and all like just the the crafting sort of hacked together projects that looked kind of nice but not all that fancy like something you could do if you tried um 
and that was, you know, I watched, it didn't matter if it was kid shows or not. So I watched a lot of cooking shows and I watched a lot of this old house. Yes. But, yes. Uh, yep. you know, Bill Nye was definitely, and, and I see we had some, some similar answers on other ones. You know, I think Mr. Rogers is going to be a, a, you know, a, mm, a first constant. ballot champion on this one. Well, I mean, it's like, there's nothing more pure in the world than Mr. Rogers. So right. it's, I am. Um, I, I originally had Mr. Rogers down and I, it, I definitely watched it a lot. Um, but I, because, because I was a child, I had cable. Um, I loved Mr. Wizard's world was on yes. Nickelodeon in that same mm-hmm. like science mm-hmm. vein. And I loved that show and it was so good. It was so, so Canadian. It's so, I know that's the thing. And I'm like, was my humor very Canadian based because all the shows on Nickelodeon were from Canada. Like, do you remember, Chrissy, you might be the one that remembers this. Mm-hmm. Bobby, I don't think it was on when you were an, no way, Mike, I don't think you remember this, but there was a show called Today's Special that I like yes. love that was on Nickelodeon. Also an extremely, this was not educational, but it was about a mannequin that like came to life in yes. a department store <laughs> named Sam. Um, um, wasn't the, didn't the theme go, Today's Special, shout it loud and clear. I think so. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, Mr. Wizard's World was my, my educational one. I mean, I watched yeah. Sesame Street and I watched Mr. Rogers, but I remember being like interested in science because mm-hmm. of that. Yeah, the only department store oriented show I saw was every episode of Are You Being Served? <laughs> so, which was a great show for what it's worth. I think Bill Nye was later on. When did his show first come out? I think it must uh, have been like 90 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so like that. that's why I was, yeah. Missed Whenever he hung up his speed walking tights. Mm. And after he stopped working at Boeing. Right. Flippity floppity. Oh. Gross. <laughs> Christy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah now that you said mr wizard's world yeah basically all those nickelodeon shows but mr rogers and sesame street were definitely my young young age i really thought sesame street like that's what new york would feel like me too that that was like all stoops everywhere and i've been to new york there are a fair amount of stoops but that was sort of like it was a little bit more of a neighborhood kind of feel yeah the stoops are mostly on the houses we can't afford though yeah exactly yeah that's probably why i got obsessed with new york at a young age yeah yeah, it seemed like very like multicultural and yeah, yeah, it seemed awesome. And again, like I would have rather even older, like a tween, I would have much rather watched Sesame Street and Mr. Wizard's World than cartoons. Oh, for sure. I mean, there was definitely like, uh, I would say, I mean, the Jetsons were always like in my heart, but I, I quickly like would try to go on to, like, this is not something that we're going to talk about, but like. There's some other Nickelodeon shows like Hey Dude was my favorite. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I yeah. love Hey Dude. Hey Dude. <laughs> I know. I can still sing the theme song. Mm-hmm. In fact, at Austin Java, which is a restaurant in Austin, they used to have like a, right next to my office, they had like you get 10% off if you can do certain things and it would be like name the capital of like so- Slovenia or whatever without looking mm-hmm. at your phone. And one time I was like, can you sing the theme song to Hey Dude? And I was like, in fact... I can, yes, I can and I will. <laughs> Here it goes. <laughs> and I think they cut me off at some time because yeah. it's like not that short. Like I know <laughs> it's long. For <laughs> once you've been rewarded for knowing that. <laughs> and another time it was like, can you do the Roger Rabbit? And I was like, yes. in fact, I can. Oh, of course. <laughs> we'll do it right now. Um, anyway, okay. This I wanna, is... Before we move on to current programming, I do want to mention, you know, so I worked briefly at the Buffalo Public Television Station in the education department. And I just had like an admin assistant job. But one day 
my job was to clean out an old set of file cabinets. And I think I've mentioned before, the station in Buffalo was the station where Reading Rainbow was produced. Oh, wow. Um, it wasn't shot there because, you know, LeVar Burton's not going to show yeah, up he's in the studio in Buffalo. Yeah, to Buffalo all, but, all the time. But Buffalo actually produced a lot of those shows. And so we had VHS tapes uh, in archive set of every episode of Reading Rainbow. I still have some Reading Rainbow swag I stole around here somewhere. I have a Reading Rainbow tape measure somewhere. <laughs> That's <so> random. <laughs> and uh, uh, I had a whole drawer full of files dedicated to if LeVar Burton becomes too big of a star on Star Trek, what are we going to do to replace him? Oh. And that was great. It was a lot of actors who we hadn't really heard of, but they were also really worried because, uh, and I've told this to people and nobody believes me, but I, I am told that at the beginning of the Reading Rainbow run, LeVar Burton was an asshole. And so they were also prepared for the fact that he might just fall apart on them and flake out at some point. Well, he got over it at some point. It seemed point. like you really liked uh, LeVar Burton. Yeah, right, exactly. He's a big, LeVar Burton's a big fan of LeVar Burton. Yeah, he's a huge LeVar He Burton. actually had one of the first, um, I mean, R.I.P. Uh, Harris, what is it? The guy that came up with Humblebrag, but he had one of the first Humblebrag on Twitter. Like it was his that was retweeted. Harris Whittles was the guy that created Humblebrag. And mm-hmm. it was like, he hung his stockings from like his Emmys. <laughs> like it was like Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but you know what? He's done a really good job, so I'll give him a pass. Yeah, oh. yeah. more yeah. good than harm. Yeah, exactly. uh, a, a leader in literacy and a minority voice in the media and, yeah, all sorts of good stuff. And, again, Star Trek, good show. Next generation. What a short guy, so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're moving on. This is our final topic, current programming, which I think that Christy and I really can specialize. We, we know about this. <laughs> Um, but Mike, you haven't talked in a while. Go ahead. What's your well? Uh, I was thinking about this. Uh, I think it was last night. Um, back in the day, I had a, a stepdaughter before I, you know, got into my craziness, and we would watch uh, Nickelodeon. And uh, the, on Friday nights, I think it was there was like a two-hour block of programming called "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, she she would sit very close to the TV because um, we had no idea that um, that uh, she had a hearing problem. <laughs> so, oh, so she would she would sit right in front of the TV before we figured that out, and she would just sit there Indian style. And then she would turn around and see how I was reacting to the to the programming. And I'm a I'm a big puss. Uh, so like even stuff that was meant to scare, I think she was like six or five or six at the time, um, harmlessly, would just get to me. And so she'd turn around and she would say the things that I, she would parrot back to the things that I would say to her when she was scared of things. And that she would say, not real. It's not real. You know, oh. Like, oh, okay, 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 okay. Well, this carried over into, and I've talked about this before, um, one day we were watching All Dogs Go to Heaven and she was oh, in her spot and I was in my spot and I'd never seen this movie before. So we're watching this VHS of All Dogs Go to Heaven and she turned around as the movie's ending and I'm a fucking wreck. <laughs> like, like, I can't even see. I'm crying so hard. You know, it was like when goes, I took Bridget to see Coco and she asked me if I was okay at the end of the right, movie. Right, right. She's like, <laughs> not real. Yeah, telling me not not real. not real. Well, I was thinking about this last night, and I think um, you're talking about Rory, and and he's 
he's into the military stuff. Yes, and, he is. And uh, I think there's one place where we can we can agree to agree. Uh, I think I need to watch Sergeant Stubby. Oh, it's a good one. I've watched it several times. Oh my God, was I crying? Yeah, no, it's good. It's actually like a good little movie. I mean, yes. I don't know when it came out. I mean, it came out like in the last five years or something. Yeah, yeah, fairly recently. Um, but uh, yeah, it's and it's a real story. It's a true story. I mean, obviously animated and uh, you know, fictional. World War One. Yeah, yeah. Pitbull. Yeah. Saves. I mean, Pitbull basically won World War World War One, right? I mean, if you watch this movie, the Pitbull yeah, won. I mean, it makes yeah, sense yeah. now. Yeah, Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide. It's, but I it's mean, actually, it's not bad. And we've, we've read up about Stubby oh a little bit. I mean, meaning we read the Wikipedia page. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, that's a good one. It. Yeah. It's a good one. It's a good one. You're not wrong. Um, okay, Bobby. Well, I, I will say I recognize the shows on Christie's list just because they're the shows that Sam will come home from work and be like, the kids are talking about this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this bullshit. That, that's my only read on what kids are really watching right now. But as far as current goes, I mean, I have a handful of short notes. One, my 15th or 16th birthday party, I can't remember which, it was a joint party with a friend who was one year older than me. And we had a SpongeBob SquarePants themed party. Yeah. And SpongeBob yeah. SquarePants still a thing, I think. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a Broadway show. Yeah. Um, uh, a friend no, of my, mine was a dresser, a Broadway dresser on that show. Yeah. My kids still like. I mean, they don't. They're not like steeped in it, but they like it. Like if it's on, they'll watch it. I don't sure. really watch it, but they like it. It's quirky. It's, it's goofy. Yeah. You know why not? Uh, and then seriously, The Simpsons. I mean, The Simpsons is terrible now for the most part. Although we've caught one or two that weren't awful. Uh, but you know, the Simpsons season three through eight, I mean, those, those were my formative years that that show. And, and also, you know, it was like, I was allowed to stay up on Sunday nights to watch the Simpsons, Star Trek's next generation and the Simpsons. That was like my, you know, curfew night stuff. So, you know, should I have been watching the Simpsons at that age? No, but yes. But you know what though? Like when the Simpsons came out, um, I mean, again, another show that I watched with my parents, which was weird, is that I like love the Tracy Ullman show. Like Me I too. watched it all the time. And the Simpsons were, you know, a you know, after yeah, show. They were they were a terrible, terrible yeah. part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Like and the voices are weird and they're all shaky, but it's mm-hmm. all um what's his face? James L. Brooks. Um, but then The Simpsons was like a phenomenon and I remember crying because my parents didn't get me like a like cowabunga dude t-shirt for christmas one year i mean when it first started it really was like i mean obviously it was adult but it was like aimed it was marketed towards kids um yeah. well, and I think then, just network tv just didn't know what to do with a and with fox a was so like yeah, yeah and fox was so new at the time that it was yeah. like okay well we have like married with children which is for adults except i also watch that but like <laughs> so um <laughs> but but so this is like our kids programming even though it's on against the cosby show which it was it was on thursday nights um and so kids just watch it and, and bart was the character you know there was like the the bart man and all that stuff like he was yep. the main character in it and then it just transitioned into being a smarter show with smarter writers and you know they they made it what a, a, what a huge adult. ad spend from butterfinger yeah god seriously <laughs> seriously yeah no uh, it was, yeah yeah well and the and again it's just it's just like bobby's world like the age is just right where it hit yeah. me at those those and those you know there is no debate three through eight are the best seasons of the simpsons and that was me from like age five to you know 
10. So like, yeah. 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 You were ready uh, for it. Absolutely. Um, Okay. I'm going to go real quick. This is current programming. This is not current programming that my children watch because what my children currently watch is YouTube on 24 seven. And I don't even like know, like they'll try to, there's some Russian car crashers. Basically there's some meme. I could see, you might've sent it to me where it was like, can you die from listening to your child describing yes. YouTube? And because it's like, it sure I, feels like it. No. Yeah. It's like, uh, and they go on for so long. And like, well, the worst part is they love watching other people open things oh like and God. play with toys that they fucking have in their closet but ryan they play with it ryan is this kid that <sighs> is like a multi-millionaire multi-millionaire and he just gets toys and opens them and roy's like i want to be like ryan it's fucking kid anyway um so yeah bridget watches like tiktoks and plays on my instagram and um you know watches youtube and stuff uh, and probably things that are like inappropriate because i'm a bad mom but um when she was a little kid and I, especially when I stayed home with her, a lot of, you know, even though I love Go Gabba Gabba, it's like a loud, bright show. So sometimes I'd be like, I just need something quiet. Like I need something that's not singing. It's just like people talking and it will entertain her somehow. So we found Caillou, which I had heard of before. And I remember my sister saying, oh, it's really annoying. But I was like, oh, it's kind of nice. Again, it's another Canadian show. I actually think it's French Canadian and they ended up like translating it. But I was like, oh, this is fine. This fucking show. I mean, I hate it, but like, well, wa- I would still watch it now because I hate it so much that I'm like, look at this fucking dork. <laughs> I mean, the little kid, he's like four. He's bald. They don't explain why he's bald. I don't think he has like cancer or anything. He just is like bald for some reason. He's so whiny. Everything in his parents' house is like primary colored. They're like the nicest parents. They never get mad at him for anything. And he fucks shit up all the time and it's always like but Caillou learned a lesson anyway it's annoying I hope other parents have seen it because like anytime I would post about it when I was a young mom they would be like oh everybody like oh this fucking sucks I hate it but somehow you would just like and it was another PBS show so um why is he bald like how old is he supposed to be four his sister (laughs) Rosie who's two has a full head of hair and his dad has a full head of hair I don't know why Caillou's fucking bald I hate that asshole anyway he's the worst so don't watch it but it's yeah that's a good hate watch (laughs) a kid with alopecia and you just won't let him go no No. if they talked about that like oh Caillou literally don't answer No, then I would feel bad. Yeah, I but no, exist to don't. Fuck shit up and be okay. rude. <laughs> I have a couple to add to that. Okay. Um, hate watching Pigu. Do you know this Pigu? I've show? heard it of it, but I I've never watched it. Okay, so it's um, what is that stop animation? Clay like like claymation penguins but... that just make gibberish noise. Like that. No, no. And it makes me want to stab someone. So, um, when Elliot was a baby or not baby when we first like um when she first started hanging out um between like three two and four she we had more of a joint custody and so it was like we had 60 40 whatever and I had to ban certain shows from our house (laughs) um which probably made me sound like mean, but I don't care. No, um, it was okay. Pigu and Dora. Dora the Explorer is mm. so terrible. Yeah, it's really bad. And it would be like, "Where? Hey, map. Where's the key?" And then there's a big long pause, like because oh, like, the pauses to go. It's right there, Dora. Like you're supposed to interact with it, but it's so bad. 
And I my was like, kids never interacted. They would just like be open mouth staring at the TV. Right. Like, uh, <laughs> I know. And at first I was trying to be like, I'm, I'm awesome. And I'm teaching her stuff. I'd be like, Ellie, do you see the key? <laughs> like, no, I'm going to kill myself. I hate myself for this. And there's another show she loved, which is called Monster High, which yeah. I'm like, that's a mom's yeah. house show because yeah. they're so mean to each other. And it's these like monsters, it's just- like a Frankenstein and dracula and and then they they just talk like this and they're so mean to each other and all they talk about is fashion and wanting to be popular <laughs> so, so i hate that but oh. the thing i hated the most you know what so i'm worse. gonna say Hillary? So worse. i almost want to i should play a little bit of it to get everyone anyone who's had a kid in the last 10 years this is going to make you have some ptsd i'm gonna i'll put it in i'll put okay. it in okay awful. i'll put it dog hot dog hot It is the hot dog dance from oh my God. The, the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. It was the only song she would listen to. She would not get in the car unless we promised. I had to find a YouTube video of 11 <laughs> hours of the fucking hot dog dance. And also, it was the only dance she would let other people do. We went to a wedding and she made everyone stop until they did the moves. And she would go, okay, now Donald. And then you'd have to do the dance. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's so annoying. It's, it's so annoying. So annoying. It's not even like it's like crack for kids. It is. And because I didn't think that like Bridget wasn't super into Disney yet. And then I put it on once just because at some point you're desperate. You're like, just watch something. Stop bothering me. Um, And so you put it on and you're like, I want to kill myself, but they're intrigued. And so Mm -hmm. you can like cook or like play Candy Crush, which is what I would always do. Well, and then so the animation of it is trying to look 3D. So it feels uncanny valid. Like it makes me have the bad feeling. Yeah. Yeah. But also that song is at the end. So the beginning has like a du- another dumb theme song. And yeah. then that is at the end. And then you could count like, is she listening to this for the fourth time? Have I let her watch four episodes in a row of this? Anyways, it's terrible. And anyone who's had a kid in the last like 10, 15 years yeah, knows exactly know this yeah. dance. You yeah. It. It's a nightmare. I, um, when uh, Sawyer, my um, fairy goddaughter got into it, uh, my best friend called me and she's like, what is this song? And I was like, Oh, just wait. It doesn't Welcome. stop. Yep. And she's still into it. She's oh. it's two years and counting and she oh. still loves it. Oh, how awful crack for babies. It is. Yeah. Anyway, there are so many more, like as we're talking, I'm like thinking, thinking, Oh, like Pee Wee's Playhouse, like, you know, all of these that no, it was a good one. And all these mm-hmm. shows that I just, I mean, I watched, we didn't even get into the fact that like, there was Nick at night. So I would watch like black and white show. I mean, that's not kids mm-hmm. programming. It was just like what I watched as a kid, but it was on, but I watched so much TV. My parents really let me watch a lot of television, which is fine. I'm not judging them. I totally get it. Um, cause I let my, my kids watch a lot of television mm-hmm. as well, but yeah, TV was definitely, uh, something that raised me and helped totally. me learn. Um, yeah. I, w- I wanted to also talk about, cause when I was looking through all these to go down memory lane. Do you remember that cartoons in the eighties ended with these PSAs? Yes. GI Joe definitely did. GI Joe gem. That would yeah. make you a superstar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, knowing is half the battle. Yep. Um, and I found this list and I just want to read it real quick of things I learned from cartoon PSAs. <laughs> <laughs> Don't smoke. Stop, drop and roll. 
say no to drugs, like so many different say no to yes, drugs, right? Of course. Um, don't pet animals that you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Never give your address to strangers. Tell people on the phone that your mom's busy. Do you remember that okay. one? No. Wait, okay. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't give your address to strangers. The, mm -hmm. This assumes that you're already talking to the stranger. Isn't right, it too late at this point? They call. They call on the. Then they say. Oh. They call they on say, the home oh. phone on the wall in the kitchen. <laughs> yes. Right. Exactly. And yeah, your mom's yeah. not home because you're you're a latchkey latch kid. kid. Yes. And they say things like. Your mom's in the hospital. Give me your address and I'll come get you. Or, you know, like strangers this like seems to do. Unlikely. This all it's seems very, very unlikely, unlikely. but <laughs> it, it was a lot of PSAs. Didn't you often think you were going to get kidnapped? No. Oh, that was like, oh, big I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not, you know, I was a boy, though. I was yeah. like, yeah, mm -hmm. I'll just ride my bike away from that asshole. I don't know. <laughs> you know what's funny about getting kids kidnapped? And this is like going to be cruel, and I don't mean it really, but anytime I had friends that were like scared their kids were going to get kidnapped by a stranger, and I'm like, I look at Bridget, my darling, sweet angel, and I adore her, and she's very charming. But I'm like, does a stranger want this child? Yeah. Like, we don't have money. We don't have money. That's what my dad would say. Don't be scared. We don't have the ransom money. No one wants no. you. No. <laughs> You're no. a pain in the ass. Nobody wants right. you. Right. You would be returned. This is not Savannah Smiles. Like, right. nobody wants you. <laughs> They'd return, return her with a $20 bill, you know. <laughs> Take her. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, anyway, uh, obviously the question of the week is what is your favorite kids TV programming? Um, and as per Anne, only one, you rule breakers, uh, follow the rules. But also <laughs> I think that you could do like best worst, like, you know, if you yeah, want yeah, to, yeah, yeah. You know, if yeah. you want to, cause there's some really bad shit out there. This there's would be a good overrated, underrated favorite, least favorite, but that that'll get too complicated for question yeah. of the week. So, so. Yeah, best worst yeah. or whatever, whatever you choose, but you know, also is candy predator, Jeremy, a monster. Yeah. Yeah. Just a, a wiring in on that one. <laughs> Let's maybe not put predator and Jeremy together on the internet. All right. All right. Mm, yeah. <laughs> we were just talking about child abduction. And, uh, <laughs> Jeremy's out Yo. there with a bag of candy. <laughs> Oh God! On a quote-unquote no. road trip. <laughs> no, in a still in a new like shitty car. Um, we also discussed how he disappears late at night every night. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> wow, it's not looking good for Jeremy at this point. He's like the Hamburglar in this. Um, okay. Um, all right. <laughs> We're gonna move on to Tishy recommends. Woo, Friday night, baby. <laughs> Tishy recommends. Um, okay, who put gentrified on Netflix? Me. All right. I think they call it hentified because it's Spanish. Oh, it sorry. is an amazing show and everyone should watch it and it will definitely make you hungry. It's about a um, Mexican-American family that lives in Boyle Park in Los Angeles Ooh. that's slowly becoming gentrified and they own a little taqueria. So it's lots of cooking and Yum. it's fun. Yeah, like how they're managing their neighborhood and their rents going up and it's, it's so good. I've, I binge watched it in one day. Okay. Yeah. I love a binge watched. Yep. Get out of town for a little so bit. Good. So I'm going to go yeah, do that. Do it. Um, I, I'm going to um, give this to Christy because I like found out about this new song from her. It's from formerly known as the Dixie Chicks, the Chicks. The and the Chicks. song is called March, March and watch the video because it makes me cry. Um, it's really good. It's a good song. I can't wait for their album to come out. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. Um, 
Gaslighter, I think I had recommended before, but it's mm-hmm. um, that was a great song. But this is this is amazing in the video. When are the Indigo awesome. Chicks going on tour? I mean, <laughs> when, when is COVID gonna clear? If there was an Indigo Girls, I think we talked oh, about it. Yeah, Indigo the, Girls. You and I would chick. quit our jobs and just follow. I mean, yeah. fish. I <laughs> know. <laughs> We're oh not wearing our bras anymore. We're just like right. growing out our armpit hair. Yes, wait, a lot of te- a lot of uh, yeah. No, I'm ready. For, I'm ready to do it. Let's do it. Okay, so the shameless Amazon plug of the week. Who put this in? The me. Okay. Um, so <laughs> I for Father's Day. I normally don't get him anything, but I saw that we needed this, so I got them him the Sun Joe pressure washer. Oh, and. It is amazing. I'm the only one who's used it. Um, and I've pressure washed the driveway and the front porch and the back porch and the sidewalk out front. It is so relaxing and so sa- satisfying yeah, to see it go from dirt. dirt, go dirt down. Well, because what happened I, is we I heard the you moss almost, off, you almost but, said sexy and then you stopped yourself. And I don't <laughs> very you. sexy. It is yeah. sexy. Um, but we had cleaned the moss off the roof for the first time since we bought the house, and he used this um kind of moss killer that then turned all of the sidewalk in the driveway orange so getting to take that off was uh, so great and i just go out there i'm like oh i think i need more i need to do it again and then today all of the moss and dirt was um at the bottom so i got to take the um leaf blower and like move it all in a pile it's uh, i recommend anyone and this one's a relatively cheap one because it's not that powerful and it's electric so it was 160 dollars that sounds Highly really recommend. satisfying yeah I, need to do it. I took so many before and after pictures <laughs> like what am i gonna do with this i don't care it, it looks great there are so many youtube videos of people power washing things <laughs> <laughs> it's it's amazing. Amazing. I've got more than like the unboxing. I know, yeah. for sure. Yeah, oh, it's like the adult unboxing. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, like, oh man, that <laughs> well, was really grimy that. up there. It, that was really if you bad. start searching for the words power washing in YouTube, the word power washing satisfying auto completes. <laughs> <Yep>. mm-hmm. <laughs> it's such a nice stress reliever, too. Yeah. I'm in on it. All right, housekeeping. Uh, oh, you wait, skipped over my toothpaste. Thank oh, I'm you. so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Your toothpaste. This is a link for a three-pack of Crest Pro Health Clean Mint toothpaste, which I know Anne will appreciate because she and I, I believe, share the same frustration, which is that we buy the wrong toothpaste and get it home and mm-hmm. find out that it's got the gel in it or it's, no, it's like so stripes of gel. No, and no. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. No. This is the good stuff. And the reason I can refer this, because I just bought it this week, is it's a good price for three tubes of Crest. It's like two bucks a tube. And uh, here's what happened. The other night, Sam and I went over to the Walgreens across the street we had a little laundry list of things we needed. She was picking something up and this and that. And I, I had to go through the regular cashier line. And so I went and I grabbed a, a, a tube of this toothpaste and I made triple sure it was the right toothpaste and a couple of other little things. And the staff was all fucking around, not working. It was a long line. There were tons of people without masks on, acting up, running around, touching things, being really obnoxious. It was fairly late at night. And I just said, you know, I looked at Sam. I said, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck this. We have the internet. I'll just order it on Amazon. I feel bad. I like to shop in my neighborhood. I like local people are employed at this Walgreens. But you know what? Fuck this. They're not going to do their job. This is disgusting. I tweeted an angry tweet at Walgreens. (laughs) And I went to Amazon and there was my toothpaste. And so it was delivered to me. And I did not have to get breathed on by a creepy weirdo with no mask on at Walgreens. So... There you go. Crest Pro Health Clean Mint Toothpaste three pack. I now have like a a year's supply. I don't know how long three tubes is going to last. I have like six months supply of Crest. Yeah. And a massive carbon footprint in your (laughs) way. 
<laughs> I'm an Arm and Hammer kind of gal, but I agree about the gel stuff. Like that's some, that's yeah, some it's bullshit. bullshit. Arm and yeah. Hammer is a solid choice, and I am very fussy about which uh, flavors of toothpaste I want in my. Honestly, mouth. all I want they don't make it anymore because I think it was too abrasive. But there used to be an Arm and Hammer where it was just like baking soda toothpaste, and it was like a powder, yeah. and I fucking loved it because i don't like too sweet of toothpaste um but they don't make it anymore because i think it would like well, rub you can the just enamel use... off i know i need like a um, little bit of sweetness but God. like i use sensodyne because my dentist my yeah. hygienist told me that it's the only one that can actually like harden your enamel yeah mm -hmm. yeah and uh yeah my mom used to brush her teeth with just baking soda like dip yeah. it into a little cup and i mm -hmm. thought yeah you just do a little bit of baking soda and a little bit of powdered sugar and just a little bit of cocaine and that's probably <laughs> great yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. perfect that's a saturday <laughs> night my, my gums are diseased but i can't feel them so that's cool um okay now housekeeping <laughs> um buy stuff from us <laughs> buy stuff from us um at this show is everything.com and click the shop button um please rate and review us we should read those reviews we have a couple but i would love to oh, read those yeah, so let's get, get them yeah. yeah we have to we have to counterbalance the jackass that put it put one star um and add our amazon link to your phone home screen so you can just click in there and buy whatever you want, you know, five pounds of gummies or a power washer or some toothpaste. Yeah. <laughs> you can find us on the internet at this show is everything.com. You can send us your feedback at throwyourphone.com. The Facebook group, this show has everything is where you'll find uh, the question of the week and a lot of great listener interaction. Really, I think the best conversations on the Facebook page, or the Facebook group rather, are when things splinter off. Like sometimes they'll just be comments on comments on comments on comments. Yes. And that's always a lot of fun. And we're usually mixing it up in there. Uh, show Twitter is TC Show. The email is TC at 10710.com. You can send us a voice memo at the email inbox, uh, just like Jeremy did. And you can have your defense of stealing Christie's fruit uh, aired on the show. You can fax me any body part you like at 617-354-8513. Uh, and until next time, that's all, folks.
getting to be a big boy. I'm just a kid who's four. Each day I grow some more. I like exploring. I'm Caillou. So many things to do. Each day is something new. 